0: Hello, I'm Victor Wooten. Okay, ready? So let's watch the it's a very brief lesson. Pay attention. Basses
1: with Baylor Fleck and the Fleck Tones. I'm gonna to show you a few ways that I like to use the metronome and I will let you know that my goal is to wean myself off of the metronome
0: everybody hear what he just said yeah when um whenever somebody says oh the dojo is stupid because they use metronomes and real pipers don't use metronomes i laugh a little bit but also they're correct real pipers do not use metronomes during performances obviously that would be kind of silly right what's the goal right? The goal is to use metronome as a tool. And then the ultimate goal is, of course, to wean ourselves off the metronome in the long run. Obviously, that makes sense, right?
1: So that the good time is coming from me.
0: So that the good time is coming from me. I love that. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. So how do you develop good time? Well, a metronome is a really valuable tool to start off with because it allows you to prove to yourself whether or not you have developed good time. Uh, And then when we perform, we're gonna be doing so without a metronome, obviously. Okay, let's go back.
1: Bases with Baylor Fleck and the tones. I'm gonna show you a few ways that I like to use a metronome. And I will let you know that my goal is to wean myself off of the metronome so that the good time is coming from me. And so today I'm using the TM40, core TM40 metronome.
0: By the way, gotta make sure you use the CORG TM40 metronome. It's the best metronome. Because it clicks at regular intervals. It's crazy, right?
1: I'm gonna start using it first in the normal sense that I would normally use it. So I'm gonna start with this metronome, uh, the TM40, right? We're gonna use it in a time signature of 160.
0: By the way, is it a time signature of 160? No, he misspoke there. It's just, uh, he's setting the interval to 160.
1: Here's what I would normally do. I have a lot of metronome.
0: So in other words, he couldn't care less what the time signature is either. Just throwing it out there. there. And I'm just
1: going to groove to it like a.
0: What would we call this? So he's got it 160. What would we call that? Similar to today, we'd call that double time, right? So the metronome is clicking, yeah, twice per beat. He's about to say something really important. By the way, listen closely. And at first, really, I'm just trying to feel that click
1: and lock right with it. Right?
0: What does lock right with the click? What does he mean by that? Have we said or thought about something similar in the groove? Yeah. But what else Eclipse, And yeah, he's talking about rhythmic accuracy, right? Making sure you lock right into the click, that is the same thing as when we say we want to play with rhythmic accuracy.
1: And at first, really I'm just trying to feel that click and lock right with it, right? And at first I don't want to do too many fills. This is what I want you to listen to. First, really, I'm just trying to feel that click and lock right with it, right? And at
0: first, I don't want to do too many fills.
2: I just
0: what are fills? He says, at first, I don't want to do too many fills. What are fills? What is he talking about? Rick says, positions. Marianne says, what I wanted you to say is he's talking about embellishments. Fills are when you just, you know, you break out from the standard baseline and you do some improvisation or something fancy, a.k.a. embellishments. And what does he say here? At first, I'm not going to do too many fills. So what is that? He's basically saying, at first, I'm going to stick to the simplified setting is basically my translation of what he just said. Now, here's what I want to point out. It's like, this is the best bass player ever to walk the earth. Uh, and if, if you think Jaco Pistorius was better, fine, okay? So maybe he's the second best ever to walk the earth. And what has he just admitted to you? Two things, number one, rhythmic accuracy is super important. So important that it's the first thing that he mentioned as he was playing. And the second thing is, even this second best player in the entire world will find it necessary at first to establish that the simplified setting is really, really good before he starts to add in embellishment. This is why I felt like this was worth revisiting. Uh, Sally says he uses a metronome. Do you think, like, so far has he implied that he uses the metronome all the time and never, like, goes a day without it? That's not what he's saying. But he's saying it, it is a potentially really, really valuable tool. Anyway, let's keep going.
1: Really, I'm just trying to feel that click
0: and lock right
1: with it, right? And at first, I don't want to do too many fills. I just want to groove so I can really find that tempo. As I get more comfortable, I can start adding fills, you know?
0: As he gets more comfortable, then he can start adding in fills. So let's translate that. As he gets more comfortable with the simplified setting, he can start, meaning he doesn't go crazy all at once. He can start adding in fills once he feels confident with the previous layer.
1: As you see, when we start adding fills, we start to lose it a little bit.
0: As you can see, when we start to add fills, we start to lose it a little bit. What the hell is he talking about? Oh, like, does this have to do with bagpiping at all? When you start to add in embellishments, do you sometimes feel like you start to lose it a little bit? Yeah. Sorry.
1: Okay, now once I'm comfortable with that, I'm going to do the exact same thing, but I'm going to cut the metronome in half. So instead of 160, we're going to take the metronome down to 80,
0: otherwise known a single time.
1: All right. So now I have half of the metronome, but I'm going to play the exact same thing, right? So only half of us there.
2: To do. Ah.
1: Really locking into the pulse. And I'm going to keep doing that for quite a while, all right? Until I can really feel that pulse, all right? But again, my goal here is to be weaning myself off of the metronome. So here's what's going to go next. You can probably guess. I'm going to cut the metronome. So yeah, it looks like his foot's doing double time there. In half again. I'm going to play the same thing, but now the metronome is going to be at 40. Right? So there's less there. So now, more and more, I have to have good time rather than just lying, relying on the metronome.
2: And at
1: first, I recommend you just groove.
0: Don't do too many fills. You're like me you'll rush when you do the fills i like that so victor wooten rushes when he does the fills what's the translation for fills again it's embellishment right does anybody hear rush when they start to try and add in all the embellishments and for some reason they just go faster and faster you can see where like my response to that is it seems to be human nature well this is like definitely evidence to point in the direction that that would be true so on a totally different instrument A totally different master musician tends to rush complex musical things, right? When he talks, notice when he talks, he actually falls behind the click. At first, I recommend you just groove, don't do too many See? fills. You fell behind the quick there, it's pretty interesting. Because
1: if you're like me, you'll rush when you do the fills. But I just want to feel the pose. When I'm comfortable grooving, then I can add in fills. One of the things I like to do with Pretty cool, right? Okay, the metronome is I like using metronomes at slow tempos. And the reason for that is that there's less there, which means
0: I have Let's leave it there for today. We can go into the uh, other cool stuff that he does. I just think it's really interesting. So I, I happened across this video again, recently, and it's like, Wait a minute. He is proving huge chunks of the bagpipe freedom process as he's speaking here. Uh, which I thought that was really interesting.